everybody, and welcome to I Saw Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from a shared universe podcast studio located in Eatontown, New Jersey. Uh, if you want to start a podcast, if you love podcasts, if you have a podcast, come down and hang out with us. Visit us at asharedUniverse.com. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the mighty, the amazing, the resurrected Mike Zapsik, everybody. You sure are sitting across from me, and <laughs> yes, you sure are Ming Chen. I am, yes. How are you, Mike Zapsik? I'm doing well. Episode 299, Mike, if my numbering is 299. correct. 299. Oh, are you contri- We have a swear jar here. It's overflowing. Sorry. I Don't be sorry. It's been a bad week. Has it? No, not at all. Has it? How? <laughs> do you tell? If you it's need been a to, bad week for cursing. If you need to vent, Mike, this is the forum to do it. Of course is it is. Anything That's you want to vent about. Podcasting is great for that. Either personally or pop culture or comics-wise. This is what we do. We vent. Exactly. And you know what's really weird? Um, and it's something that my my wife, the beautiful and lovely Julia Zapsik, had pointed out to okay. me. Um, uh, she said, listen to podcasts. You're a podcaster. Why aren't you listening to more podcasts? You don't listen to podcasts? You don't listen to your own podcast? I don't listen to my own podcast because I why just... Why don't you listen to your own podcast? Why would I? To, well, I mean, increase I your numbers, it, first of all. I Well, two, very the, true. All right, so I should do that anyway. Sure. Uh, just for numbers. But um, no, I'm. You, it's like Pee Wee said in his big adventure. I don't need to watch it, Dottie. I lived it. So... I lived it, and uh, so I've been listening he to sure a lot more. He'd need to watch it in that theater uh, that he, one time when he got caught. You know, well, like, he, he was uh, watching something else. If you know what to I'm watch saying, it, yeah. Uh, he and he was living something else. I'm sure. He did, but um, I was listening to a couple of uh, podcasts. I, I'm thank you. I want to give a big thanks to Nick okay. Franco for turning me on to the Flophouse podcast. Okay. Check not that, that I want everybody. you. No, I don't. Well, absolutely. You, you best be checking it out because the Flophouse podcast is great. Okay. Um, they they talk about bad movies. You love bad movies. I love bad movies. You live I bad love movies. Good. I love good bad movies. Okay. And they talk about they talk about really good bad movies. Okay. So, and they're very amusing. Very. They're very polished. Uh, the three gentlemen, I believe, <laughs> two of them are the. They were the writers on The Daily Show. One of them is the head writer on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, okay. So they've had training. The Return. They're so professionals. They're very good. Okay. They are very good. And another one that I've been listening to is Harmontown with Dan Harmon. Okay. Also a professional. Very professional, but not quite as polished as some other podcasters I could name. He's... He... Uh, and I'm I'm gonna fuck it up right now, okay? Because he uses invectives, and it's it's not quite what I would have expected, but it's very entertaining. Okay, Harmontown, check it out. Okay, anything else? Like, or you like, just listen to two like podcasts. The, uh, two podcasts. Tell him Steve da- and tell him Steve Dave. You've been listening and- to tell him Steve Dave. You 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 never listen to tell him Steve Dave. Yeah, well, of course now you not. Start- okay. Well, I mean, no. The, the reason I, I listen to tell him Steve, Dave, um, I love Troy, uh, Officer Troy. Sure. Tell great Steve guy. has not been, say, the most complimentary to they, you uh, in uh, the no, past. No, oh my God, no. And, and nor will they be in the future. No, of course not. Yeah. So, but I listened for uh, Officer Troy. Sure. Great guy. I, I I love Troy. He's he's fun. He is a true 
gentleman and a scholar. And yeah, you got a couple off on us too. It was pretty funny. Okay. Well, but, my- but I'm also going to embrace the whole thing. You know what? I'm going to piss Brian off by embracing every nasty thing he says to me. And say, hey, that was pretty fucking so? funny. Because You Brian- never embrace things like that. But I'm going to. People make fun of you all the time. You don't embrace it. Now, why Why the sudden Well, change? these people who make fun of me on, like, Twitter, you mean? Yeah, anybody. Oh, yeah, I block the hell out of them. Or even like, in real life. Uh, I also you know, block the hell out of them, too. Okay. So not Brian, great. though? You're not blocking him? Oh, no. No, no, no. You're I'm, embracing oh, Mike's, embr- uh, Brian's oh, barbs at you. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why the sudden change, but because I've I finally figured out the psychology of Brian. It's great. I mean, you fired back on on him in in person and uh, on social media, of course. But But now you're embracing it, of course, because it's you have to understand that. Did you get hit on the head or something? No, it maybe. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I did, and we we did a whole podcast about sure. it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Is that did that? Is that what the punch did? Yes, that's exactly what. No punch. Here's here's the thing. The punch heard around the world. No, here's the thing, and this is this is what makes me um, love it is because this podcast exists. This podcast studio exists because Brian Johnson thought it would be funny to watch you and me. Crash and burn doing podcasts. Yeah, well, the irony and is, we didn't. The irony is, next episode is three hundred. Everybody. Yes, and but the fact that um, this podcast, I sell comics, right. exists yeah. because of Brian Johnson, and the fact that it pisses him off. Um, Does makes, it piss him off? Maybe. Okay. And I know he's it, very angry. He's pissed off, anyways. I don't know if it's necessarily. I'm hoping us. it's because of that. <laughs> um, it it tickles me no end, and that's okay. why I have embraced it. So right, and uh, also the same reason why I embrace my nerdiness now, sure. and I embrace the gray hair. Because why fight it? I don't know why fight. We are, we we're asking you that for years. Why were you know. fighting it? Well, it took me a long time to figure out. Fuck it. Better late than never. That, exactly. Yeah, that's what I like. That's the Mike Saps like. There's the, just fuck zero it. Zero fucks to yeah, give. Learn Mike that. that let that let that be a lesson to you, everybody. Yes, and that's just why that's why I made it rain over here with all the cursing. Look at that, made it rain. Yeah. The other irony is that you know we've built a studio. We've had it open for about six months to great success, and uh, Brian. Needed it. Yes, he did. He probably needed it one day, so he came and recorded <laughs> Which here. Which makes, again, makes me happier than I could. I thought I could ever yeah, be. Yeah, I helped him out. Um, I was actually, uh, you know, secret project that no one can reveal yet, but uh, when when oh I can off, went off with flying colors. So yeah, um, and he'll be back because they, you know, they we have the capabilities here to do what they true. And here's another thing, great that uh, Brian Johnson has told me things. That he's never told another human being. And oh, I it? can destroy him with them. No, I'm kidding. Really? Uh, no, bl- no, not blackmail. Really. Bl- <laughs> blackmail him for what? I don't know. I know exactly what that that sweet jaguar he's got. He doesn't have that anymore. I know. See, he's got a bike though. He's got a pretty sweet bike. I would take that bike. All right, I'll tell you about it later. You I don't can, care. You I don't can blackmail. Care. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I, I, blackmail's not really no. in my. Uh, <laughs> no, no, pirating is more your speed. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not really pirating if there's no copyright laws in your home country. So, <sighs> your home country's America, man. Right, well, Sorry my to other, tell you my that. other home country. Oh, right. Yeah. There's no North uh, North Korea. Okay. There's no pirate. Um, 
Well, I got some comic book news here. Yes, we do. Uh, Mike, we were recently at the All-Star Comic Con in Tyson's Corner of Virginia. Yes, we were. And uh, we want to thank uh, Michael McNutt and Kevin Bednars for having us down. You guys are phenomenal. Having an amazing weekend. Wanna, 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 and yes, I use the word phenomenal. And I uh, want to thank uh, frequent listener and watcher Thomas McKeon also for Thomas your hospitality and always the warm welcome yes. and always for supporting us. And he's watching us right now. And uh, we we uh, we had a great time at the Sheridan Tyson's Corner. Uh, amazing weekend. We got to podcast. We, they set up a whole podcast pavilion we for us. We had a podcast pavilion, folks. And I want to tell you, this wasn't just like, you know, a, a table in a corner somewhere. We were on a balcony overlooking the entire con floor. Yeah, it was cool. Everyone saw us up there pod, potting. It was cool. Yeah. And they even had these mirrors on the window that made me think that there was another room. <laughs> yeah, we're so. looking down at the con floor, and Mike was like, "Oh, there's a wow, there's a whole another. There are two more rooms back there." I'm like, "This is cool. There's I more been, rooms." I, I thought I saw everything, and I'm like, "I'm looking over there. I'm like, Mike, I think those are mirrors." But that it was He's so like, weird. A, you were so adamant. You were like, "That's bullshit. Those aren't mirrors. Uh, there's no reflections here." Those are two other rooms. I'm gonna go check them out. I'm like, all right, dude, good luck. But I was no looking. No matter what I, no matter what I said, you were not convinced that there. No, were but I'm telling you that the the I mirrors can't did believe not. You thought those are other rooms. They they didn't look like they were. I mean, there was no action going on unless there were time lapsed mirrors, okay. which is entirely possible. You wouldn't be able to see them because there were walls and the people were. You know, you would have been seeing the reflections. So, but if I was looking at the reflections, Actually, you were looking at the reflections. I was looking at the reflections. Yeah, and then so. Because they were angled so that I could see like two aisles over. Okay. It was really weird. I understand. So try as I might, I couldn't convince you that those are other rooms. So you went off and I was I waiting for I was and I told everyone around us like, hey, you're, Mike thinks there are other rooms. You were waiting for wait. Mr. T. Yeah. I yes. was like, wait, he's gonna come back in ten minutes and be like, uh, those weren't other rooms. Those, those weren't rooms. other rooms. And but, did I come back and say that they were there were no Yeah. Were, now I went back up and I looked and Mike the dead giveaway. Should have been the exit signs that were reversed <laughs> in the reflection. There were exit signs and they were reversed. Well, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe you're dyslexic and I don't. I am dyslexic. I don't, you know, my, don't my son know. has dyslexia. I don't want to make fun of dyslexics, but you may have dyslexia. All right. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe that's not why the, I'm so good at the TESD game. Right. Dyslexia. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it is. You're, you could be a world championship. I hear rumors of a dyslexia world championship. Wow. You may emerge victorious. You were the runner up at the uh, one, two, three open invitational. Yes, I was. And uh, you may, I want to see you win. Dyslexic, of course. I know I ain't going to. That game is awful. Well, that, <laughs> that game sucks. <laughs> but let's, I mean, think about that. That's another thing that pisses Brian off. That. That, uh, you, even though when when um, Walt throws a game, a, you know, TESD against I Sell Comics. Right. Sometimes we even win. But we always do better than anybody thought we would. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we still win and we still lose, but yeah. Did you have a great time last weekend? I did. It was fantastic. Okay. We were, um, so we drove down. We did. You drove down in your fancy ass car. It was nice. Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah, took the Phantom down. It was nice. Yeah, the like your Bluetooth and uh, like air con- yeah air conditioning. And air conditioning was like, great. Unlike your other yeah. car. It was cush, man. The other one had uh, air conditioning too. It was called rolling down the windows, man. Right. That's, the That's not air conditioning. All right. Well. Yeah, it was I was awesome. con- I was conditioned to say that that was air conditioning. Awesome, we had snacks. It was a fun road snacks. trip. Yeah, it was good. It was and uh, listen to some Flop House. We did listen to Tell Him Steve Dave. We did 
Listen to the uh, the humor and the badge. We did. Actually, it was, uh, what is it, Trash Purgatory? I can't remember. I think that's the name. I of heard trash one Purgatory. night you went out and you over, way overpaid for some really bad food at the hotel. Yeah. Did you not know that there was a 24 hour Walmart like literally 10 feet from us? Did not know. Did not know. Because we, 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 we went down there, we got there late, we parked. We did. And then we were on the con floor sure. like bam. Right. And when we got off the con floor around nine ish, yeah, starving. Sure, Mike doesn't starving do well when Marvin. he's starving. So. I get hangry, and you so. know I can understand maybe your brain wasn't working correctly. But usually, first thing I do is I pull up Google Maps and see what's around. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, because you would have known there was a. I should have known. You could have had some Lunchables. Could have some. I could have microwave burritos, like a whole pack of like a whole Walmart family pack. That would have been great. <laughs> you know, family size lasagna, like Hungry oh, Man yeah. dinners. Stouffer's that yeah. would have been great. Instead, I don't know what you got. No, I I got a I think it was a buffalo chicken wrap for twenty two dollars yeah. and a bottle of water for eight. All right. Well, next time I'll take you to a Korean barbecue that's open till four in the morning. Yeah. Our yeah. friend Hung is listening right now. He uh, I I I met this uh, Vietnamese dude the night before. We joked about going to Korean barbecue that night, that Friday night. Mm-hmm. We got there. Next night we did it at three in the morning. At three in the we morning after you went to a. Uh, what a Filipino. Oh yeah. We went, uh, I, uh, our Filipino friend, our friend, uh, Chris Campana, uh, um, creator of the first world and, um, many other comic, one books of my and, favorite comic book artists yeah. working out there yeah. right now. Um, he, uh, he wanted to do karaoke. So I'm like, Oh, all right. I'll look around, pull up the Google maps, found this place that, I, that on Yelp had one and a half stars. I'm like, dude, we got to go. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, dude, we got to go. So he took all crew over there and, uh, it was great. There were, bunch of like really old dudes like barflies and uh they lived for this karaoke man they put in they put in some great songs too they okay. were they did they sang with their they sang their hearts out man and we joined in and we came became fast friends but we noticed near the end of the night that there were some couple ladies there that were way overdressed and uh we theorized that they may have been filipino vietnamese prostitutes i don't know you're not you you're not judging you're just no, I never judge. No, you're I think just, you're just trying to find fact, out. When, I, I think such things should be legal. You're taking country. a census. Okay, good enough. But I'm just, I'm just mentioning that there was probably a little, a little illicit, illicit racketeering well, they, going they on. They were, they were very friendly with the regulars there, I'm and these sure. are regulars that I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want like using the words out of their league, but they, <laughs> it may have been. Yeah, out of their leagues is being kind. I'm sure. So. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's get to comic news. So you were going to say, oh, so with Walmart, Mike, uh, Walmart's teaming up with DC comics, uh, this summer, Mike, DC comics will extend its reach beyond local comic book stores. Uh, and, um, they will be, uh, at beginning, uh, in a couple weeks in July, more than 3000 participating Walmart stores across the nation. Readers will be able to pick up, uh, four giant monthly DC comics. Wow. Okay, I've seen this happen before. They're they're putting together their own books. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've seen this. Yes. I've seen this. The, they did this down south. Uh, I think Montgomery Ward did it back in the <laughs> '60s or who's, '70s. Who's listening now? Remembers Montgomery Ward. Why do you Holy think crap. I said back in I the have, '60s and I have, '70s? I've and, and I've 80s, heard of it. Okay. I've not heard the words Montgomery Ward in a very I know. long time. Yeah, the Montgomery Ward. Uh, oh. The the Montgomery nice. Ward catalog, yeah. yeah. So they uh, was it DC or Marvel that it was both? DC? Okay, DC did it, yeah. And it was met with great success. Um, 
let's put it this way. The books that they put, actually, no, you're right. It was in the 80s. It was in the 70s and 80s. And those books are actually uh, quite collectible nowadays. Yeah. So, and because they were, they were giant books. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Hard so, to keep in mint condition. So if you can find them in mint condition, they go upwards of like eighty to hundred dollars. There's Walmart ones maybe collectible as well. Uh gonna, we'll see. Gonna the be, monkey ward catalog. There you go. It's gonna be some uh pretty heavy hitters working on these giant Walmart books. Uh named Brian Michael Bendis. Uh newly uh newly Never switched heard teams of them. over uh he's gonna be writing his first Batman story for one of these giant books. Nice. Yes. Uh exclusive twelve part story. Featuring Batman. Oh, very uh, cool. Called Bat. <laughs> that getting real. It's, it's very Walmart titles. Uh, Batman Giant. They're calling it. Okay. All right, well, or you know, Batman will save you plenty of cash. And um, Mike, you can only theorize that there's going to be a, a Superman Giant, and you would be right. Written by Tom King and he's teaming up with Andy Kubert. So. No kidding. So <laughs> they're switching. Um, Brian yep. Michael Bendis yep, yep, yep. is going to Batman and Tom King is going to Superman. Actually, Tom King wrote a really nice um, story for Action Comics 1000. One yeah. So good on you, Tom. Yeah. So will this get you into a Walmart finally? I've never said I wouldn't go to Walmart. <laughs> you didn't I last don't... week, but that was more because you didn't know it was there. I didn't know it was there. Looming, uh, I've been... Like literally, all you had to do is look at your hotel room. And okay. Like, oh, look, there's a Walmart out oh, there. Oh, okay. There's a Walmart. <laughs> and there was also a Smash Burger, which I found the next day. Okay. And the Mission Tacos. Uh, yes. Mission Tacos yes. are great. So, so uh, me in a Walmart? Absolutely. I, I would. The case of the red light special. That was actually the Kmart Walmart, uh, the Kmart um, Batman Giant. Yeah. Thank you, Thomas. So, so, will you be picking these up? Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah, they're all can new stories. Them? Yeah. Can uh, we, yeah. Can we sell them? Um, Just try can and we, stop us. Can we sell these on the secondary market? At try the, at and the stash? stop us. Of course we can. Is this a good move? I just I'm trying to wrap my head around this. It's I a, know that... it's a genius move because let's put it this way: there aren't a lot of uh, comic book stores around anymore. Sure. If you look in. If you look on a map in New Jersey, I think there are like 60, 60 comic book stores. Right, not a lot. It's That's big, not a lot. Right. There used to be one every 20 feet, I think. We sure. were sort of like Starbucks, right. especially when the death of Superman came out. And everyone was, you know, it was a speculator's sure, market. Sure, Nowadays, not so much. And it would be, it's, it's kind of tough. Think about this. There are a lot of kids out there who don't have a shitload of disposable income. Right. And this is one way to get comic books in their hands. Okay. So, you know, kids can't travel, um, you know, long distances to get to a comic book store. No. I say anything that gets kids reading right. comic books is ultimately good for sure. everybody. Okay. You know, you know, our motto here at a shared universe podcast studio, Ming. When water rises, all ships float. So, right? Did you make that up? No, no, that's <laughs> that's out. That, but people do love that. I, I see a whole bunch of like smiley faces. It's, it's and a good quote. Going. It's a good. It's quote. a great quote, yeah. and that's that's our mission statement thing. It is. But um, you know, to you asking, is it good? Is it is it weird? A little bit, a little bit odd. But I remember back in the day when Seven uh, Elevens had comic book racks. I remember when there were, you know, five and dimes. Those were beautiful days, Mike. Luncheonettes. There's drug stores. Uh, drug stores had them. Actually, not the drugstore in my town. Oh. 
it sucked. But uh, I used to have yeah, to go. Obviously, they didn't have comics. I know. I used to have to go to Red Bank to get my comic books. Yeah. So, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, and this is, I mean, it's touching for me because my father just passed away recently. Yes. It's not me getting all sentimental, folks. It's just I had phlegm in my throat. Um, it's all right. You can cry on asshole comics. Mm, thank you, but I'm not going to. Okay. Um, but my father would go to, um, he was a doctor, and he would do rounds at Riverview, Riverview Medical Center. Yeah. And um, I would go with him. We would just hang out. You know, we'd, we'd do the ride there and the ride back, and he'd go do his rounds. And I would run into Red Bank hoping that I could get to one of the uh, – you know, the little luncheonette that had uh, like five squeaky racks, yeah. five spinning racks, or the the place up the, the block on the other side, which was Red Bank News, yeah. and I hoped to grab comic books. And, uh, you know, I was weighed down with all the change old, in my pockets. How old were you? Do you remember? Uh, nine, ten, nine or ten. Yeah, those were days where your dad probably like, you know, just be back by noon or whatever. It's like he well, would let you roam the streets of Red Bank. We go after dinner. Oh, so it would be like six, okay, six okay. thirty. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Red Bank was never really a dangerous town, but it it's was- still not. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, my father thought it was dangerous. You know, like, I don't want you going out there hanging out. But, you know, I would run. It, it was like two blocks over to where JR's is now. That's where I would buy my comics. Yeah. So from- um, Oh, yeah, okay. Which is literally a block away from the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Like like three, two blocks away. Oh, yeah. So I'd run there, go, uh, look to see what they had, see how much money I had, and, and buy my comics there. Yeah. So it was like a bonding thing with my dad. I'd, I'd have the comics, you know, in the back seat, and he'd be like, "So, what'd you do?" And I'm like, "Played video games or whatever in the cafeteria, or hung out in the doctor's lounge, and made boomerangs out of tongue depressors." You know, the right. usual. Uh, you know, ran the irony ran is, into Red Bank. Or actually, not the irony. But thing, things don't really change. Uh, I, I today I played video games and I read comic books. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. I, I, I did the Mike Mike Zapsic experience. Yeah, uh, so beautiful. So uh, yeah, three thousand WalMarts. So um, I going out think there. that this will help. If nothing else, at least it'll bring attention to the comic books. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's there's new stuff going out there, and I'm sure that if there are like these giant, big, thick comics yeah there'll be a lot of reprints in there as well yeah they'll oh reprint. for sure yeah they are reprinting oh, of course uh, they're, yeah they're not all original stories no, uh, i would not expect hey, them to be hey man leave use stuff out of your library use stuff you already have that's the key to getting rich mike you do something and then other people use it you get paid again so yeah good luck yeah well good luck uh everybody good luck walmart uh you know welcome we welcome walmart comic book fans yes coming to to the world of and I'd be remiss if I didn't say like um, one of my favorite things to do was to go to – and they're no longer around, but Kresge's. What's a Kresge's? Kresge's was – Is that the dude who can predict uh, – No, that's Kreskin. Oh, okay. Kresge's uh, used to be like a five and dime. It was Walmart, but worse. Like much, much <laughs> How worse. How do you get worse than Walmart? It's – well, Walmart's starting to, to amp up their business. Okay, but back in the day, Kresge's was like the dollar store is now. Sure. And they would have the three for a buck in a plastic. Oh, yeah. They thing. would hang off the pegs and uh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I would love to go to Kresge's because they would have that bin just full of the three for a buck. And some schmuck kid like ripped open one of them. And you'd see like the other one spilled out. So you knew which books oh, were Oh, yeah. In. It was like a grab bag. Yeah. yeah. So uh, – but – 
and, and again, on the secondary market, those three for a dollar that hung on a peg yeah. with the little metal thing on there on around the plastic, right. plastic hole, mm-hmm. go for upwards of $100 now. Yeah, if they're in mint condition and if unopened. The, if they're unopened. Not even, they don't, the comics themselves don't have to be in mint condition. That's that's the yeah, irony. The plastic. The, pla- the plastic if, with if that the little, plastic is little metal unopened ring. and the ring is still intact, yeah. you're like, holy crap, this is going for $100? Right. Yes, it's going for a hundred bucks. Everybody, and that's where I first saw uh, the champions, the champions comic book. Yeah, because they would put Marvels with Marvels and DC with DCs, and never the twain shall meet because that's the way they did things back in the day. Right. So I don't, I don't know if there's going to be a renaissance of that, but everything that's old is new again. (laughs) Probably not. I'm going to predict, but hey. You know, whatever's good for the industry. For right. Sure. And if it gets people reading comic books again, God bless them. Yeah, for sure. Yes. All right. Good on you, Walmart. Wow. They finally they do something that we can all agree with. The, um, yeah, maybe, maybe the. Oh, there uh, we go. Hold on one second. Scott, Scott Hoverman says, finding that one issue that you missed in the back of a stack on the spinning rack was like you hit the lottery. Absolutely, Scott. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And Thomas McKeon says he remembers Kresge's. Kresge's was K-R-E-S-G-E apostrophe S. Kresge's. 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 Okay. Not keys. All right. People of Walmart, we welcome you. Yes. Welcome Walmart to the comic book family. Yeah. All right. I'm going to swing over to movie news now, Mike. Uh, Star Wars spinoff movies halted. Done. They have have been put on hold indefinitely. Thanks a lot, Opie. (laughs) Are you playing Ron Howard? No. It's not his fault. No, I don't blame him at all. As a matter of fact, I think- Who do you blame? Who's to blame for this? The consumer. Okay. The ticket, the the movie going public. Didn't the consumer demand more Star Wars movies? What happened? Uh, I think that- They got what they wanted. You Here's the thing, folks. When you say stuff like, I want- a Han Solo, you know, movie. Yeah, so I was gonna say a Han solo, solo. Han solo movie. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna give it to you, but you're not gonna like what you get. Okay, that's just. Do, do you remember? And I'm gonna pull this back to comic books. Sure. Do you remember a story called Origin? Sure. Did you read it? A long time ago. Yes. Did you like it when it came out? I remember liking it, but I mean, how old was I? You I liked were... everything I read back okay. then. Okay. So here's the thing. And there's no mystique, or maybe there's a little bit of mystique in Han Solo's backstory. We know everything we need to know about Han Solo when we meet him in the cantina. Sure. That's, yeah, that's all you he need to know. He ran the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Yeah, anything beyond that is just it's extra. You don't need to know it. His in fact, co- it may make it better. Exactly. His co-pilot and best friend is a Wookiee named Chewbacca. Yeah, walking carpet, okay. Um, He won. Actually, let, we'll even expand it. The first three movies. That's all you need to know about right. Uh, he won the, yeah, the I love you, I know stuff. Right. He won the Millennium Falcon in a card game against Lando Calrissian. And that's all you need to know. That's it. That's everything else is extraneous to him. The I thought it was kind of cool to find out that he was in the officer's training school for the Empire. Sure. And that he bugged out and left. Right. That's right there. That's it. That's all I really want to know. Because well, anything else takes away from the mythology that is Han Solo. Good point. Okay. Just exactly like this, everything that you know about Wolverine comes from the fact that 
origin exists. Right. And I don't need origin to exist. I don't, as a matter of fact, I try to forget that it does. Yeah. Chris Claremont and John Byrne had, actually, no, I'm sorry, John Byrne had a vision for Wolverine. And I'm a very big um, fan of John Byrne's. Anyone who doesn't know I, that. We, yes, we know that. Anyone who doesn't know that. Well, now well, you know. Now you know. Uh, Chris Claremont, when John Byrne left the X-Men, he left the X-Men because of uh, a panel that just had Colossus yanking out a stump, a tree stump. It was in uh, X-Men 140. And it's just um, John Byrne drew it like it was so casual, like he just yunk, like pulling a tooth out of like a, a – Which Colossus would do, yes. Yeah, just boom. But um, Chris Claremont wrote it like it was a struggle. <laughs> okay. And if you read it, and I, I implore people, go to whatever, go go to your back issues or go to Comixology and whatever, um, and pick up Uncanny X-Men 140 and read that little thing. John Byrne just wanted it to be like, yoink, all right, that was easy. You know, it's, this is kind of fun. It takes me back to my roots when I was, you know, over in Russia. Yeah, and that's essential. And they plotted it out that way. Yeah, the Rasputins are strong, even uh, even without a mutant gene. You know, exactly. Russians, Russian dude, Russian strong could have pulled a stump out. But like, Chris Claremont wrote it like it was this. My heart will burst before I give up to you, you bastard tree trunk. And he yanks it out, and you're reading it. You're like, and it it didn't jibe with yeah. the whole story. You're like, Colossus is arguably one of the strongest beings in the Marvel universe, yes. even at that time. Sure. Uh, he was just a little bit below the thing level of strength. And believe me, in the eighties, it was a big thing to do to, you know, Hey, the thing is stronger than Colossus. No, they're not. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah F you. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But to, to have him do that and John Byrne like left. So uh, Wolverine became the character that he is this, you know, uh, Canadian, almost psychopathic, you know, like berserker. Feral. Yeah. yeah. Semi-feral with the heart of a samurai. And uh, that, actually, that wasn't even in there. That that whole samurai thing was not in John Byrne's plan. John Byrne just wanted – actually, John Byrne had a really dark turn for uh, Wolverine. It was going to make him even more unlikable. He wanted him to be just this guy who was, you he had, know, he had a sour attitude, very rough edges. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was you know not your typical Canadian, but he was like this short guy with a chip on his shoulder, and um, he left. John Byrne leaves, and Chris Claremont crafts this. Oh, Wolverine was a samurai before he joined the X Men, <laughs> right. and it's like, wait, what? It's like, Holton, that does not jibe with anything. A long way from Canada to Japan. Yeah. And it's and then you you take it even further and he, you know, trained Kitty to be a ninja and also and you're like, wait, what? Again, the, these are questionable things that all lead to uh origin. People wanted more of Wolverine's backstory. Right. And so they gave it to him. And it's like Wait, what? Yeah, this is too. You're like, I didn't. Hold, I didn't need to know this, and no. now I don't want to know this. Exactly, I you're trying you. to excise that from your brain. So, and then you find out that, you know, 
Wolverine is well over 150 years old. And you're like, wait, what? That, no, what? <laughs> That's insane. Right. So, so all the stuff that just doesn't make sense yeah. anymore is ruining, and you're like, ruined your previous ruined, perception of exactly. Wolverine. So in my mind, I'm like, I'll take what I want and leave the rest. Yeah. You know, I never read Origin, nor do I want to. Okay. Because it just, it, I think it was Paul Jenkins who did it. And I'm like, this is so not, it, it felt like an episode of Deadwood, but with mutants. Right. With claws. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, this kind of sucks. So. All right. So you, I, you want more, but done right. Exactly. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, if and Wolf Flanagan, this is Wolf Flanagan's words. Yeah, he went to go, he saw it. Yes, whereas he, you have not seen he, it. Yet. He was unsatisfied, and I'm I'm not gonna go see uh, Solo. I I have no need to. Okay, but he said um, he heard that they were stopping Star Wars movies, and he said, "Don't you think that making a Boba Fett movie well would be like printing money?" Yes, of course. Right there, and I, I told him. I said, "Well, was Solo done well?" He's like, "Well, technically, I suppose there it was done well, sure. but no." He's like, "No, it wasn't. It was ultimately unsatisfying." So, if you do a Boba Fett movie well, don't even you don't even have to mention the Empire or just mention the Empire in passing. Right? Don't make it about the Empire. Like oh, I, I, I would hope it wouldn't be about the Empire be him. No, but they would throw that stuff in. I guess there they did kind of create him though. So yeah, well, I mean, well, no, not really, not necessarily. The, the Empire played a major influence they in his life. Did but you know he rebelled against them it in did. a lot and of it ways. Became, so uh, he, and that made him the the, the bounty hunter, the Mandalorian merc with a mouth. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So you could do a Boba Fett movie without dragging the Empire and all that sure, baggage no, I agree. with it. I agree. Have him work for the Huts. We know that that Jabba uses sure, his services for yeah, sure. Uses the services of I'm uh, of a lot of mercenaries. So all right, well, yeah. that's been put on hold. Although I think ultimately we will get a Boba Fett movie. Right, and everyone's I, like. I'm, and people are saying, oh, we're not going to get that Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. That was the what other the one. hell more do you need yeah, to know? Seen, yeah, you've seen. Wasn't the Phantom Menace? Yeah, it was his backstory, more or the, less. I mean, do you my need more God. before that or you after? Don't. No. What, do you want to What do you want to see him uh, being a hermit? Sure, why not? Or watching over Luke? That would be the, the oh, dear God in heaven, that would <laughs> suck. Yes. Because you don't need an Obi-Wan movie. Yeah. And uh, it was it was rumored today that uh, they were developing a spinoff movie about uh, the most Eisley spaceport, also put on hold. Again, didn't we have the Star Wars holiday special? We did. We did. Oh, can we get B. Arthur to be the cantina bartender again? We can get our- Or hologram, at we least. We can get or, an equivalent of B. Arthur. Or um, a B. Arthur, like Princess Carrie Fisher, young, you know, we can CGI get the face. Equivalent Peter of Cushing. Them. We can get the equivalent of them. No, okay. I don't want, instead of CGIing anybody, <laughs> why don't we just get the B. Arthur of our time? Or we can get, uh, I Who mean. Who would that be? Screw it. Let's get Betty White to do it. Yeah, I'm in. That'd be great. I'm in. So Harvey uh, Corman's dead, but Tim Conway's still around. Yeah. So, and so we'll get the also Tim rant. Conway. <laughs> that would be great. Tim Conway and, and. Tim Conway's still alive? Yes. 
What's a Tim Conway? Oh, about, about five foot four. Yeah, or, or is that whatever he that's, said? That's a height, buddy. Uh, oh, about 130 pounds. 130 pounds. Yeah. Yucca, yucca, yucca. So uh, they're going to focus all their energies on uh, making sure episode nine is awesome and the next trilogy after that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but, everyone, you got what you wanted. You did. And so quit. <laughs> you, you really do have to be careful what you wish for. Yeah, you're going to cry about it. You can. But I was not. Uh, there, there are some characters that, you know, you don't need. Okay. You know, you you don't need. Uh, I mean, uh, who was the doctor? Uh, who was the Doctor Afra? No, not Doctor Afra. The the guy in um, New Hope. Oh, the one, told... uh, Doctor. Yeah, Panda Baba's dude. I can't remember Doctor. Uh, somebody somebody spit it out. I can't remember his name. So yeah, he doesn't like you, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got the the messed up face. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the robot chicken where he's like, "No, I didn't say that at all." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, wait, <laughs> that wait, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, I never... This is just the way I act. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see them. I don't really need to see he's got their the death back... sentence on twelve systems. I know. We saw him in a rogue. We saw him in Rogue One. Uh, yeah, Rogue yeah, we One. did. Yeah, they, he was like, "Hey, watch where we going." Yeah, he gave him the uh, yeah. shoulder, and he got the hell out of that place really quick, didn't he? Yeah, because he was on. Let me see. Even given uh, anything. So these people move from planet to planet like other people move from, like scumbags move from town to town, you know, like the gangsters. Like, oh, yeah. The, the rules don't stay in one place for too long. So I know, but that that doesn't mean an entire world you leave. Yeah. Dr. Avazon. Dr. Avazon. Okay. Yeah. He's got a first Thank name. It's Cornelius. Oh, that Jesus. doesn't sound like a cool name. Yeah. No wonder he's so angry. Cornelius. Yeah. Cornelius well, Avazon. And, and he's got a, uh, an ass face. I he mean, does. Uh, yeah. He looks like uh, Pee Wee in his big adventure with the tape. Oh, he's seen some, he's seen some rough days. So, yeah. Yeah. And you, you don't need that. You don't need to find out more about Padme. You don't need to find out about her uh, 20 stand-ins. We, we don't need to find out this stuff. Go to uncharted territory. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of uncharted territory. Oh, my God. There's there. so much. And there's there's stuff that you can use from the comics, which are now canon. Right. You know, um, I don't know. I, how about a Darth Vader standalone? I, nobody had ever. Nobody talks about a Darth Vader standalone. Well, start talking. Start talking. Yeah. You know, you 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 mentioned Darth Vader and people be, and I'm sure that uh, Disney will be like, we're listening. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're listening. The money's out there. But now, story matters. Exactly. And, story matters. And if you read the, the first Darth Vader, um, it's his first ongoing. Yeah, it's great. Pick it up. Uh, yeah. Trade paperback format out now in finer comic stores everywhere, including Jansen Bob Seeker stash. Shit, yeah. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about some comics? Let's talk some comics. I see the, is that X-Men Gold number uh, 30 right number there? Number 30. Can we talk about the Batman first or? Yeah, let's, wanna, uh, let's talk about. Um, can we talk about the, a lot of weddings going on this week? Yes. I don't know why. I guess maybe it's the summer wedding season. It is. It's the, it is the wedding season. And uh, so uh, Batman Actually, number 40. Actually, yesterday was the uh Biggest day for weddings. Well, this oh, weekend was it the solstice? Is the biggest? Or why? Why now? Because the weather is generally speaking as perfect. Oh, as it's and it's get. pretty. It's pretty great. So, uh, so Batman forty nine. Yes, the best the man. Let's talk about forty eight. Let's talk about forty eight okay. and forty nine because us, they we weren't together, around yeah. for it. So uh, this is the Joker is at uh, a church. Was he invited? No. Okay, he wasn't invited. No, you kidding? I'm surprised he doesn't burst into flame. Sure. 
you go into a church that lunatic scumbag. Right. So Joker is in a church and Batman is confronting him. Yes. And actually, um, before he confronts him, uh, he kills everyone there. Yes. And he grabs the the bride. She's the only one left living. Right. And um, says to Batman, hold on or I'll <clears throat> And he blows her head. He's like, oh, I got that all mixed up. And he shoots Batman in the head. And he's yeah. like, oh, Kevlar helmet. That's pretty smart. And um, he's talking to him about just how I, I wanted to get your attention. This is what he's saying. I wanted to get your attention, so I killed a church full of of uh, people. Oh, that Joker! Yeah. Oh, you Joker! Knows how to make a statement. Um, And he's like, "And you didn't come, so I I came to this church. Yeah. And I blew away all these other people, and now I got your attention." And he's like, "Hey!" And uh, then he, uh, there's no one else for him to kill, so he puts a gun up to his own head. He said. Listen to me, or I'm going to kill myself. And so Batman does. And Batman's like, all right. You know, what do you got to say? You know, what you, I'm listening. You killed a bunch of people to get my attention. Yeah. What do you want, you crazy piece of crap? Right. Before he tells him, blows up the church. So then um, we come to 49. Yes. And we're uh, we're left with Joker. The Joker is there, and he's a little shell shocked because he was just in an explosion. Batman is lying unconscious. Yes, and Catwoman comes in because she was on patrol with Batman. Batman told her to stay back. Yeah, no, I don't want him hurting you. And um, so, so we get a moment with both of them alone together. Yes, in this uh, this bombed out church, and, and uh, you know uh, Joker's going over old times with Selena. Selena, remember you, me, the penguin. Remember the penguin had his umbrella. Yeah, that's little. Well, was it a gun? Was it was it a helicopter? What are we gonna get with this guy? Yeah, they're joking around, but only as kind of the Joker and Catwoman can, in 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 a situation that only they can kind of. Get, right, because he's trying to kill her, and she's trying to take him down. Right, and, uh, and there's, um, a, there's a Mexican standoff of sorts. Essentially, he says to her, "You never, you never thought it was fun." You you were never having fun. She said, "You know what?" She's like, she's owning up to her part of the, you know, being one of Batman's rogues. She's like, "You know what? I was trying to get his attention," and he's like, "Well, you know what? Why you and not me?" And she's, and she's, she's like, like, "I'm prettier." Yeah, she's like, I, "Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she said." Wrong. I am prettier. She's not wrong. And um, so, um. He takes her down and she takes him down. Yeah. It's like um, they both essentially shoot at the same time and, and mortally wound each other. Little uh, Reservoir Dogs kind yeah. of. And. That's a very insightful conversation. Tom King. They do. This this guy. Tom I mean, King, man. Tom, you, you're. Great, great writing. You're badass. <laughs> I don't know where you come up with this stuff, man, but. Real life? I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. We met him. He seemed like pretty yeah, seemed yeah. like such a normal guy. Yeah, but he's also he was also a um a counter terrorist guy. Oh right. That's so, oh that's right. I forgot about his yeah, uh his storied background. That's yes. right. So uh she's getting the truth out of the Joker. Joker's like, you know what I, yeah, it's this is and she's like, You you love him. And he's like, Yeah, but I want him to be the Batman. He needs to be the Batman, and if he marries you it's going to he's, screw up everything. Yeah, he's that, not going to be coming after me anymore. I think the uh, 
And it, yeah. it is. It's a really, re- really, really weird uh, dynamic. I'll spoil this, but there's a quote that says, uh, you know, if he's happy, he isn't Batman. Right. And that's what he's worried about. And that's and why he's... Selena says to Joker, you know what? You guys all thought that this was fun. You all, you all saw him as this ideal. You saw him as this, like, creature of the night. Yeah. I saw the pain. I saw it because I lived through right. my I own. I know him better than any of yes, you guys I, do, especially right now. And you know what? If he deserves his, and that's what uh, Joker says. Listen, I could give him peace. I've been trying to. I've been trying to kill everyone on the planet. Nah. He's like, but no, no, you're going to give him happiness, right. and that's something I can't give him. So I have to kill you, yeah. so he can stay the Batman. Right. And it's just so it's messed up, and it's so twisted, but it's so there. It's very messed up, but. The Joker, man. Batman. This. And that's why they call this the best man. And Batman, by definition, as the the loner that he is, doesn't have that many friends. No. I mean, if you were to pick his best man, he we know he picks Superman. Right. It was in the uh, the epilogue, uh, yep. the, the prologue special, the right. uh, Nightwing versus Hush. And... Um, you would assume he would pick Nightwing, but he doesn't. He picks Superman because they're the world's finest. Yes. But Nightwing's like, I understand, dude. He's like, <laughs> you're he's like, you're you're part of the you know, the Justice League. You're right. part of the elite. And he should be standing by your side. Yeah. So and, and you know, I, I thought it was really well done, you know, from from that point of view. Yeah, for sure. So this was pretty cool. This is a great issue. Good stuff. So leading up to issue 50. So. Yep. Next issue, The Wedding. Yeah. So this one, uh, X-Men Gold number yeah, 30. Yeah, also features a wedding. Yes. And I'm I'm not going to, oh, no. Should I spoil it? No. There no, are people I don't out spoil there it, but uh, I won't you know, spoil we'll, it. We'll, we'll dance around it. But it it's, does, uh, uh, you've got Kitty, Catherine, Kitty Pride. Marrying Peter, Marrying Peter Colossus Rasputin. Piotr. Piotr Nikolovich. Oh, Nikolovich. Yeah, there, there's an invitation. Yeah, I was like, oh, is that his middle name? All yeah. right, that's. Oh, man, you didn't know that? Nikolovich. Yeah. Nikolovich. No, I didn't know um, that. And there, um, some stuff happens. A little humor in there, though. There's, there's a, great, a lot there's of a humor. There's a great Fantastic Four choke in this issue. There is. I'm not going to spoil it, but you got to. You got to. You got to. No, you can it. spoil that. You've got the, the two beasts and the two uh, Icemen. And like, hey, this would be great. We we yeah, could call team up. He's like, what the you know the doppelganger duet? And he's like, no, we'll call ourselves the Fantastic Four. And like, <laughs> we don't taken. Yeah, doesn't say we don't talk about that or no, something he says, like that. It's been taken. He's like, not a, not during. No, as he said, it's uh, it's been taken. He says, not at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> and Fantastic Four is coming back by Dan Slott. So it is. That's yeah. pretty cool. So little little foreshadowing. So uh, there's a, um, so a wedding happens. Yeah. Got a rehearsal. This dinner, was really pretty sweet rehearsal. Over dinner. at Harry's Hideaway. Yeah. Something that uh harkens back to um long time ago. I haven't heard Harry's Hideaway in a very long time. <laughs> That's where everyone used to go, uh, the New Mutants and the X-Men to um to drink and hang out. Wolverine was uh probably thrown out of there a bunch of times. Probably. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. But uh we have rehearsal dinner, we have uh Kitty. Going off with uh, uh, Ileana, 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 she may express a few doubts, founded or unfounded. Uh, Ileana, Ileana, yeah. So 
So pick this up for and the then, wedding. You know, stuff happens. Yeah. And then more stuff happens. Mm, lots of stuff happens yeah. in this issue. Yeah. And the, and nary a uh, super villain insight. Yeah. And a lot of love in the room, though. There's a lot of love. Yeah. So. And um, maybe some scenes, scene stealing. A lot of scene stealing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What else? Wow. What else you got there? Uh, I have in my hand Amazing Spider Man 801. This is Dan Slott's last what a ish. Great, who did that cover? What a great cover. Uh, this was. It's beautiful. Oh, who did this? Was this Martin, uh, Marconius Martin? I think it was. Uh, Marco, Mark, Marconis. What the hell's wrong with me? I'm, I'm, Marconi plays the Mambos. Uh, it's Marcos Martin, Martin. Uh, and he does the interior art as well. And what an, what an issue to go out on Dan Slott. I know a lot of people give him crap for his whole, uh, Iron Man light run on Spider-Man yeah. where uh, he turned into like Tony Stark Jr. And, you know, I liked it. I like getting, I like the issues where Peter gets out and isn't Charlie Brown anymore. Yeah. But I understand people want, no, people need Peter Parker to be Charlie Brown. Sure. That, that uh, I mean, we're more Charlie Brown than uh, than anything else. So every you yeah, know, the, we we relate to Charlie Brown. I am more Charlie Brown than yeah, exactly. People relate to the Charlie Brown character rather than the Linus character. Sure. So um, and I get it. And this is told from the perspective of somebody that Spider Man saves. Right. And it's actually a really as as close to. Going out on the highest note you can. Right. Where, you know, um, everyone's, there was this guy who, um, Spider-Man has taken down this gang of villains and one of the guys is getting away with the secret formula that will destroy New York and a guy steps out of the crowd and Spider-Man's like, somebody stop him. Echoing, uh, echoing yes. what happened in Amazing Fantasy 15. Right. And this guy that Spider-Man saved all those years ago gets out and trips the dude. And Spider-Man goes up and thanks him. And he says, oh, no, nice. thank you. You know, you saved my life. And um, he's like, how did I do that? He's like, I've, I've done that more than once, but I'm sorry, I don't remember you. And he's like, no, you, you saved my life. Yeah. So, and it was really, really well done. Great issue to go out on. Uh, Dance lot. I'm going to miss you, but hey, you've got other stuff you've got to worry about, like Tony Stark Iron Man number one. Yes. This was weird. It I love was, this. It was this weird. This was so weird. This was such a a very odd story. A lot of some callbacks from the past. So many callbacks, um, so of- much stuff. Uh, you have Tony Stark Iron Man taking on... Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Um, an ensemble cast, which I think is really important because originally the the lead up to this is Tony not playing well with others. Yeah, he uh, he ends up recruiting a rival from his past. Right. But, yeah. But then, um, he. Actually proves that he can be a team player. And I, he proves that he's not quite the dick that everybody thinks he is. 
Yeah, there's a little, he's a little nice guy streak. In yeah, there. and I, I've always liked Tony, even though I think he can be douchey. Sure. Uh, especially when he, especially when he um, met up with Peter, you know, going up against Parker Industries yeah. in the past two, three, four years. Uh, yeah, a little douchiness going on there. And uh, even going back to Civil War, you know, still some leftover douchiness. But, you know, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Stark tech in here, like yeah. nanotechnology. Some and, pretty uh, cool stuff. But, uh, the but, one thing that I didn't appreciate from Marvel, though, was the 875 trillion covers that they did for this. why yeah why i came in to pick this up why they're literally like what 16 covers or something no that's those are the those are only the 16 that we ordered. why did you order so many by the way there, well you, you ordered more than i thought you would no we ordered as many as we think we can sell okay oh well that's uh, folks a little behind the curtain yeah, you action do good for business. you uh only yeah only get as many as you think you can sell right which Wolf Flanagan has this down to, um, he's got it down to a theorem. He does, yeah. for sure. So we got what we could, we thought we could get. Okay. But that included, you have to order a certain number and then you can order as many as you want of each one of sure, the different sure, ones. Sure, sure, And they have all the different armors on there. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, man, Joe McDonald says, I believe, he believes there are 25. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are ones for, there, there is an Alex Ross cover for I think every thousand you order. Okay, one out of a thousand, very exclusive. <clears throat> Who's okay. who the hell's ordering a thousand of these? Uh, some of the bigger stores like right. Midtown. Sure, All Midtown right. Comics okay. would probably get a thousand. Uh, a thousand is a lot of That's comics a lot to get. Of books. I don't. That's I mean, one, I, two, I, you know, I love comics, but a thousand, man. It's a Eight. lot. We we didn't even get a thousand of Kevin's books back. Yeah, in the day, I know, so. right? Yeah, and then and Kevin was the one ordering them. So right, yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah. So this was trippy, um, very cool. We see people that um, Jocasta's taken on a last name. Yeah, Jocasta, the former bride of Ultron. Yeah, has taken on the last name Pym. Yes. So I'm like, yeah. wow, that's pretty Makes funky, sense, right? Well, she was. She was having um, relations with Hank, so I guess. Oh, yeah. Which is weird in a lot of ways. So Get those benefits. And I, guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh know. <laughs> so. And the last book on my list is uh, Justice League number two. Yeah. Which uh, we see Justice League uh, by Scott Snyder and uh, a whole host of artists. They're going to be doing the rotation because every two weeks it's coming out, just like the Brian Michael Bendis Man of Steel. Yeah. Which just this this one edged uh, Man of Steel number four out. Yeah, right on. But awesome. uh, this was really cool for a bunch of things. It's introducing us to some of the ramifications of uh, metal, Scott Snyder's yeah. metal, where the source wall broke. For those of you who don't know, Source Wall was created by Jack Kirby back in the day. It was It's a new gods slash apocalypse construct where the edge of the universe has this huge wall of stone giants that tried to, to pierce the wall. And for their hubris, they were thrown into it. They, were, they became part of the wall. So, if you can't beat them, join them exactly, or, get or thrown well, in there, like forcefully, but forcefully and, and become part of the blockade that will stop you from right. doing this. So, the force wall is broken and stuff is coming in, and uh, that's going to be a major 
um, major, I guess, talking point for the, the new Titans that's coming out. So here we've got the Justice League, who is the first best defense against the threats that are coming because of the source wall uh, contamination. And then we've got um, Lex Luthor, who believes that, you know what, it's time to take down the Justice League. Yeah. He, he was once a member of the Justice League. Right. Now he right. wants to take them down. And he's not above being an evil bastard to do it. Right. Because Lex is all about Lex. Lex, Lex is a typical narcissist, and he believes that the world cannot go on without him. Right. So um, he wants the Justice League out of his way. So he has recruited a team of Injustice Leaguers. He's got Black Manta. He's got Sinestro. He's got Cheetah. He's, he's essentially putting together his Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's getting all, all the heavy hitters. Gorilla Grodd is in there. <laughs> Black Manta. I mean, we're- You need the HQ, man, in the swamp. They do have it. Oh, all right, man. All right, and it's nice. not in a swamp. It's in like an active volcano. Oh, that's even cooler. All right. And um, it was built by Vandal Savage, who in issue one of Justice League, Lex Luthor murdered because he uh, wanted to. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't like any rivals. Well, so that's one way to take him out then. That is. And this brings us to, you know, the, the Justice League is led by the Martian Manhunter. Thank God he's back in prominence in the DC universe. We've missed him. I've missed him. He, the uh, Martian Manhunter has always been the heart and soul of the league, in my opinion. So he's leading the, this new squad. It's Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, John Stewart as a Green yeah. Lantern, Hawk, uh, Hawk Girl or Hawk Woman. I think it's Hawk, Hawk Girl, unfortunately. Should be Hawk Woman, damn it. Um, you call her lady, Dr. Jones. You call no, you call him Dr. Jones, lady. Yeah. Um, and they have a bunch of other people who are going to be in there. Uh, you've also got the Flash and Cyborg, which I think is pretty cool. And um, this this does a bunch of callbacks as well. There's um, I don't know if anyone had ever read Cosmic Cosmic Odyssey, uh, where John Stewart was. He was not a rookie Green Lantern, but uh, not as seasoned as Hal Jordan by right. any stretch. And he let the planet Zanshi die. Um, it, it exploded yeah. because the bomb that was going to take the, the place out was made out of yellow materials. And he was too proud. And John Jones was with him on this mission. And... Um, it was actually, it was kind of tragic and kind of like, what? You know, you, again, you know, like, what, what? So, but uh, having Jon Stewart on there alongside of John Jones and there being a throwback, you know, um, made mention of Zanchi, Zan, Zan, whatever the hell. However you pronounce. <laughs> Naga, Naga. Is that Naga, 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 Naga going to work here anymore? Naga work here anymore. Yeah. anymore. Um, so... Um, John, you know, makes mention that, you know, uh, John Stewart makes mention that, uh, Martian Manhunter, you know, you know, 
why why didn't Martian Manhunter send me this message? Because Batman communicated this message to him. He's like, he's like, it's a matter of expediency. A matter of expediency, John. Um, John has forgiven you for for that transgression. Right. You should learn to forgive yourself. And I think that was um, a major tipping point. You know, where they're going to be able to work together again, but. We find out something from the source wall is coming to Earth. Something has landed on Earth already. It looks like a huge head. And the, the Justice League is going to find out what it is. They're investigating. However, uh, another threat hits. And it's something that I think is kind of genius. Uh, a new, I mean, we've got all different color Green Lanterns, Right yellow, the entire All spectrum. Yeah. There is an ultraviolet spectrum too now that everyone forgets about. Now here comes the ultraviolet lantern core. Yes. So right. this is going to be pretty cool. They've taken over Jon Stewart and he's coming to kick the Justice League's ass. Insanity. Yeah. Pick it up. Number two, everybody. Number two. Number two. Um, did you see the Aquaman photos from Entertainment Weekly a couple of weeks ago? I did. The, uh, what'd you think? I, I think good, Jason right? Jason Momoa looks great. He right. is. I if uh, if he's doing the Peter David version of Aquaman, he's got it nailed. Okay. Just don't give him a hook. Just right. Let's oh, okay. Stay okay. away from. Hooks. I, I didn't see any hooks, so I think okay, safe good on deal. That. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a hook. No. No, it's not not the best accoutrement right. for a superhero. So, uh, but he's got the attitude down. I think that Aquaman should be sort of a little bit more laid back, but I think he should be a little more, uh, should be laid back in his attitude, but like pissed off. Sure. When he realizes that people are like dumping in his oceans, I'd be pissed. I'm pissed now. Right. You don't, yeah, you don't even live down there. I, and I don't live in the ocean. Yeah. In fact, you hate the ocean and messed up your house. But. Yeah, well, no, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitching ocean. But um, he he looks good, and I think he's going to do a great job. Okay, hopefully the movie follows suit. Yeah. Um, before we go, I got a couple of interesting casting yes. news here. People that you know, know and love. Uh, they're working on Why the Last Man uh, FX series. Uh, Jodie Foster is in talks to star as Jennifer Brown, York's mother, the Congresswoman, yes, and uh, mother. I think that could I think that could work out very well. That would be very nice. I, she would be great. You know what this is telling me? This is telling me that they're caring. Yeah, <laughs> That's what this is telling me. I mean, Jodie Foster is quality acting, right? As opposed to as I always put the Shia LaBeouf, you know, who was kind of a flavor of the month when they were first. Oh, as York working on this, yes, as York. No. Well, no. he's too he's aged out of that, so I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah, York should be nineteen. Yeah, nineteen twenty. In nineteen twenty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so don't yeah. go much older than that. No, you don't have to get worry an unknown. All. For God's sakes, come on! It worked out for Superman. It's worked out for so many movies. It has absolutely the, a movie we were talking Star about Wars, on our last uh, last podcast. Just Star Wars, Animal House yeah. launched the careers of m many. Sure, an actor. Absolutely. So yeah, get the unknown. Get the unknown. Get the unknown. Uh, also, they want it more. Yeah. Also, Kelsey Grammer back in the news. Uh, and talks to portray uh, Dr. Niles Calder, the chief. Holy uh, shit. Can you think of anyone uh, better than that? Film. No, I can't. So Holy crap. He is, that is brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant casting. If if you can make this happen for the Doom Patrol, oh my 
God. Sounds like it's going to happen. Can we get George Went as Robot Man? I, I, as lo- last thing I saw, he was doing cons. So, yes, I think. Uh, All you need is his voice because most of that's going to have to be CGI yeah. anyway. Well, I like him doing cons. There's a thing uh, now at cons where you can have uh, you can get a photo op of having a beer with Norm. Okay. Yeah, and you get you get a beer. Oh well, is it a real beer? Or is I it, think it is a real beer. Yeah. Well, he was drinking near beer all that right. time. He's like, oh, this stuff sucks. Yeah, I think it's a real beer. So okay. Yeah. So all right. So you like this? You like both of these? I love both of them. Jodie Foster is great. I think she would as. Uh, Congresswoman Brown, I think she yep. would. As a matter of fact, let, why don't we just elect Jody Foster to Congress? Yeah, I'm down. All right, cool. I'm down. All right, cool. You got anything else? I don't believe so. Uh, okay. You and Brian are going to be at uh, Toy and Geek Fest. Yeah, up in- Washington State Toy and Geek Fest, uh, toyandgeekfest.com next weekend. Uh, I'm sorry I'm going to miss it. Um, unfortunately, somebody's got to man the ramparts. Here at Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. Yep, understandable. Understandable. We'll bust your balls about of it. Of course but, you, you know, will. Yeah. You're going to call me and gay and all sorts I, of other things. We did not call you. We did you're not gonna, hurl gonna, homophobic epithets at you. Brian did. Oh, Brian well, does. I mean, what else is new? I know. I but have, I embrace them. I may have said you pushed out, which is, you know, yes, some, may people, yes. some people may consider that some kind of insult. Yes. Uh, including you. But, you know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying somewhere out there, there's like 10,000 flyers with your with your face on it. I have no damn bummer. They're, and they're going to be crying kids in Puyallup, Washington. Uh, tell you what, I will sign if you want. Anybody is uh, bummed I'm not there, I'll sign a, a couple of... Okay, we'll upcharge those and not give you the money. So, Absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> oh, like that's a surprise. <sighs> you know, because that's what we do. So. And, and of course, and you yeah, won't tell me about we it. We take advantage of other people's misfortune. It's of not misfortune, but no, what's I'm, a misfortune for us? We, w- we would like to have you there. I'm, yeah, I'd yeah. love to be there. We would like to but have bummer. you there. Bummer. So, you'll uh, be missed. And, uh, you know, I believe... Well, no, I don't, I don't believe there will be... Um, they're following suit uh, from All Star Comic Con. They're setting up a podcast table. pavilion. Nice. And uh, I don't know if Brian's going to join me, but uh, I'm going to set up four. Oh, he'll join you. He he hates sitting at the yeah, table right. alone. Okay, so I'm going to set up four oh, cool. ten minute slots nice. uh, per day, uh, one hour each day, where you can come podcast with me and uh, predictably Brian for uh, free. For free, we'll have VIP packages. I'm going of to tell you one thing that they, you do that with Brian. Yes. And he, um, if if anyone out there is like, oh, I can't wait to to podcast with Brian. Yeah, he will spend the first two minutes talking to you, and the last eight minutes slaughtering. Oh yeah, he'll you. eviscerate you. But that's he what will, people yes. come to expect. So. I hope. I'm yeah. I'm just warning you get up a, front. Brian Johnson will insult you VIP package. Where, Hell yeah. Okay, cool. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll charge for that yeah. and give me half of that because that was Look my that. idea. It was your idea. I give you full credit All for right. that. And uh, you have full credit, but no money. And uh, yeah, also looks like I'll be at. Oh, well, it doesn't look like I will be at San Diego Comic Con booth nineteen oh three for anybody coming. Nice. I've not been there in fifteen years. I hear it's changed quite a bit. So, um, so have I. Yeah, but uh, I hope to uh, be at all the hottest parties at San Diego Comic Con. See if you let's see if comic book men cred can get you anywhere. I think, I think it might work out. I'm hoping. I think it might work out. We'll see. If not. Then it then it doesn't. Well, if it doesn't, I'm gonna lie about it. Yeah. So Good come uh, come to San Diego Comic Con booth 1903, everybody. One nine zero three. I'll be there all five days. So all right. Well, thank you everybody, 
And uh, God, it's good to be back. Yes, it is. Uh, 300, uh, I will reveal here. It's been recorded already. It's not in my hands, though. But, Uh-oh. So it's out there in the world somewhere, and uh, it'll be posted soon. So Very nice. All right, cool. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.